there's a whole world out there of people that need you to serve them. You are now investing your time and your energy and you are stepping up to be that person and that woman who makes investments like this, who takes her business seriously, who's willing to go all in, who is driven, who is ambitious, who is going to make shit happen no matter what. This is the Million Dollar Business Podcast. Here's your host, Jenna Faith. Welcome to the Million Dollar Podcast for entrepreneurs who want to create wealth and freedom with their business. If you're looking for the mindset and strategy to get seen, known, and paid online, you are in the right place. I am your host, Jenna Faith, success and mindset strategist for entrepreneurs who want to start a movement, leave a legacy, and build a seven-figure business and brand. I'm really excited to bring you today's episode. Last week, we talked about how to actually stand out online. It's getting more and more difficult to stand out online. It's getting more saturated. It doesn't mean that you can't do it. It just means that you need to be strategic about it. And in today's episode, we're going to be diving into how to actually end the reliance on social media. And I'm going to be giving you five different strategies on ways that you can build your business, build your brand, and make money outside of social media. So you're going to want to stick around for today's episode. Let's go ahead and dive right in. I actually don't have anything against social media. I just really feel like it should not be your main way of growing your business, of marketing your business, of growing your audience and your list, just because it is so unreliable with the algorithms. No matter what platform you're on, you're going to run into some issues, especially if you're someone who can't be super consistent. All of these social media platforms require you to be very consistent, posting three to five times a day, posting every day. I'm sure that you've noticed if you've skipped a day, maybe you were sick, maybe you were on vacation, maybe you just didn't feel like being on social media that day, and you notice that your engagement drops, the algorithm starts to mess with your stuff. I've noticed this so much. There have been times also where certain platforms just go completely down or certain platforms change their rules completely. So to only rely on social media as a business practice or as a business growth strategy is really just not very smart. (laughs) So I am going to be giving you today five different ways that you can end the reliance on social media. You can still use social media, right? I like to say it's like another added layer of visibility, right? So somebody might get your email and then they also see you on Instagram. They might, you know, hear you on a podcast and then also see a post on Facebook, right? So it's just another added layer of visibility. And I also like to use social media more for expressing more about like who I am. So showing more of my personality, selfies, behind the scenes, things that I'm doing, whereas the methods that I'm giving you today are really more you leveraging your expertise and sharing that out into the world to other people, bigger audiences to leverage and grow your own. So the first one is what I call the lost art of guest posting. So guest posting is really what I used in my business to grow in my very first couple of years. And there is a plethora of opportunity here, especially if you're in the personal development, life coaching, relationship coaching, even business coaching, for you to share your expertise with a platform that already has an audience. Could you imagine writing an article for a an online publication that has millions of followers, millions of readers? Like that is so amazing. There is no way that you're going to be able to post on your social media right now and have 4 million people be able to see what you're putting out there, right? So guest posting is something that I have been teaching and preaching for a very, very long time. The other good thing about this is your competitors aren't doing it. Your other people 
It's kind of like one of these things that people know they have to do, but they don't actually take the time to do it. The best part about this is aside from your time and your energy, it's free. It is absolutely free for you to contribute to a publication that has an audience and readership already. Makes so much sense. Also, if you're somebody who is blogging, it makes much more sense to guest blog for someone that has a platform, for someone that has an audience than to do a post or a blog on your own website, which might get 50 to 100, maybe 200 views a day, right? So guest posting is actually very easy to do. I'll actually link in the show notes a video where I show you exactly how to go about finding places where you can guest post. Guest posting is basically you're giving your expertise. These places that accept contributions, they tell you exactly what to do. It's actually really very easy. So you can find a place that you want to have your expertise on. And they typically, typically have a section that says contribute or post, and it'll literally tell you exactly what to do. They'll say, you must submit an article with X amount of words. It's got to be written this way. I'm not going to dive deep into like how to execute these strategies because this is what I do with my clients and in some of my other free trainings. But think about this. If you have expertise, if you love to also write, this is a great opportunity for you to get in front of a hell of a lot more people and grow your audience and grow your list. The second one kind of is similar and piggybacks off of this, which is get featured on podcasts, right? So a lot of podcasts, especially business podcasts, are interview style. So they're looking for people to interview. They're looking for content. And this is, I feel like, a little bit more difficult than guest posting. I feel like with guest posting opportunities, there's there's way more because they need a lot more content. Whereas podcasts, I typically find are usually booked out a few weeks, sometimes a few months in advance. It's not as easy to find places to be featured on, especially the big platforms and the people that have, you know, hundreds of thousands of views or tens of thousands of views every month. It's just a little bit of extra work that you're going to have to do or your VA is going to have to do to find the places where you can be featured on these podcasts. There are also some places that will share with you, hey, this person's looking for a podcast. I'll also link those up in the show notes as well. You can go to jenscalia.com forward slash E96 and get access to those. But getting featured on podcasts is really awesome because again, you are sharing your expertise. You are being put out there as a leader. People get to hear you. Get, they get to feel your energy. You can talk about your business. You can talk about your story. It's just a really great way for people to get to know you. And It really has nothing to do with social media, right? Like you could potentially take that podcast or take that episode and share it with your audience. And the people that are interviewing you could also share that with their audience, right? That's the whole thing. It's like they have an audience. They have people that are listening to their podcast. So you getting featured and getting put in front of the right people is such a smart strategy. Even if you just did this a couple times a month, maybe you're like, I don't want to go all in on podcasts and I'm going to do it once a week. The side note thing, which is PR. PR is public relations. And basically what that means is instead of you going out and like finding these guest posts or you going out and finding these podcasts, you would hire an agency or a company to actually go out and find those opportunities for you, right? So they would go out, they have connections and they would find places for you to be featured, places for you to contribute your expertise. So if you're kind of on that end where you're like, I really don't wanna, you know, spend the time finding the places or, you know, making the pitches, you can always hire a PR agency. There are some smaller agencies that don't cost an arm and a leg like more of the traditional ones do. There are some agencies that just work on getting you featured in podcasts. But guys, this is just such an incredible strategy because you're getting in front of people who already have an audience. 
much easier than you building your audience from scratch. It's basically like an uphill battle. If you don't already have a social media following, if you don't already have a platform built, it's very difficult to create that without money out of pocket. So the third thing is to do a workshop for someone else's audience. So I really love this one. I feel like this is another thing that like no one really does, right? So let's say you have an expertise in, you know, copywriting. You want to expand your audience. You could connect with a business coach who doesn't do copywriting. You could connect with maybe a web developer whose clients need copywriting and you could do a workshop for their audience, right? So again, you're being introduced to somebody else's audience that's already established. No like and trust is already there because that person is saying, hey, I trust this person. They're gonna come in, create something for you. They are going to add value and it's amazing. It's a win-win for everybody, right? The clients win, your partner wins, you win by getting in front of multiple people. So again, this is something that you're gonna either have to tap into your network or you're gonna have to start pitching and really think about like, Who could I collaborate with? Now, side note, you don't want to necessarily do this with someone who's in direct competition with you. If you're a business coach, unless you have a very niche expertise, you're probably not going to partner with another business coach that is your competitor or that does the same exact thing. Copywriter may not necessarily connect with another copywriter, but like I said, a web developer, a business coach, somebody else that has the audience same type of audience, just you guys do something different. Might take a little bit of brainstorming there. And I'll give you another example, actually. So I am a business coach, obviously, and I help people with multiple things in their businesses from their offers to their marketing to their mindset. But one of the things that I do that is really unique that a lot of business coaches don't do is I am a pro at email marketing. I could actually approach another business coach or multiple business coaches and say, hey, I know that you don't do email marketing, but this is something that your clients need. Would you be open to me doing a workshop for your clients? You would get 50% affiliate commission off of every program that I sold. How awesome is that? So you're not only growing your audience, growing your list with instant trust, but you are also potentially making money with affiliates by doing this as well. So do a workshop for other people, create collaborations, find somebody that you have a similar audience to, but that you're not in direct competition to. This again is something your competitors aren't doing. Your people are not doing this. So by you doing it, you're actually gonna be ahead of the pack. Number four is to build your own platform. What I mean by that is your email list. Now, I do wanna say that I I do believe if built properly, your Facebook group could be very similar to an email list, right? So with an email list, people are specifically signing up for your email and saying, I want to hear about this specifically from you, right? When we think about social media, That's not necessarily true, right? We're connecting with people. We are quote unquote friending people on Facebook. We're following people on Instagram. But just because somebody is friends with you or just because somebody follows you doesn't mean that they explicitly want you to sell to them. Doesn't mean that they explicitly want to learn about X from you. Whereas if somebody's signing up for your email list or signing up for your lead magnet, that absolutely means I wanna learn this from you or I wanna hear about this from you. So again, Facebook group could also be sort of like an email list. I still definitely want you to make sure that you're getting people's emails again, just because the platforms change so much and rules change so much. I have a feeling that Facebook group rules are going to change because 
why not? You know, Facebook is pay to play. And with Facebook groups, a lot of people are profiting and monetizing without having to pay. And I think at some point, Facebook is going to change that, right? They're going to change the rules on that. But a Facebook group, if done properly, if cultivated properly, is basically the same thing. People are saying, okay, I want to be in your group because I want to learn about this specifically from you. Build your own platform. Instead of trying to, you know, hope and wish and pray that the people on your friends list or some of the people that are following you actually want to hear from you and actually want you to sell to them. The final thing is really depending on your budget, depending on your capital, use paid advertising. So paid advertising is a way to grow fast. The only downside is that it takes a lot of testing and it costs money, right? So if you don't have money, if you don't have capital, or if you don't have a budget for ads, then you're obviously not going to be able to do this one. But I do believe that any real business, like a business that has sustainability and longevity, invest in advertising. Look at your favorite brands offline, right? McDonald's still does billboards. Starbucks still does commercials. Like, Why? We all know what Starbucks is. We all know what McDonald's is. Why are they still doing it? Because advertising works. If you have a budget, if you have capital, using paid advertising is a really smart way to also grow. It's going to help you grow a hell of a lot faster than having like a grassroots, very organic way of growing your social media. It doesn't take a whole lot of work, right? In terms of the guest posting and getting featured on podcasts between the pitching and actually writing the articles or being featured on the podcast. It takes energy. All it takes is energy and time. It doesn't take money. But if you're like, you know what? I just want to grow really fast. I have a good product. I know I have something that people want and you have some capital, then using paid advertising is definitely a way to go as well. So that is how you end the reliance on social media. Again, it's not saying that social media is terrible and you should never use it. I'm saying that it should not be your number one way to grow your business, grow your audience and make money. So I'm going to recap the five and then we'll wrap it up for today's show. The first one is the lost art of guest posting. The second one is getting featured on podcasts. If you don't have the time or energy, you can also hire a PR company to help you find those features and get booked on those podcasts and in those publications. Number three is to do a workshop or a collaboration with someone who has a very similar audience to you. In that way, you can grow your audience and you could also make money with affiliates that way. Number four is to build your own platform, whether that be an email list or a Facebook group, preferably email list, but Facebook group could be a close second where people are actually saying, yes, I want to hear from you. I want this from you. And so you actually know that people are interested in this, right? Then just kind of willy nilly putting stuff out there and hoping and wishing and praying that people want it. And then the fifth and final one, if you have a budget, if you have capital, if you really want to grow quickly, use paid advertising. That is it for today's show. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. I really hope you got a lot out of this. As always, take what I shared with you and apply it. Now, I'm not saying that you have to do every single one of these. Find one or maybe there's two that you're like, you know what? I could really get down with that. I would love to be on more podcasts. Maybe I'm going to spend my time and energy to get booked on two to three podcasts a month. Maybe you love writing and you're like, I'm going to submit a guest post twice a month. You know, maybe you put something into motion to where you want to start using paid advertising, even if you're just starting with 20 or 30 or $50 a day, that you're going to go do that. So you don't need to do all five. All five are incredible ways to grow your audience by leveraging someone else's. But I would suggest choose one or two that you really want to go all in on and go all in on it. And so head on over to the show notes for some of the things that I mentioned in today's episode. That's at jenscalia.com forward slash E96. So there's tons of stuff over there, links. I'll put the video up with how to find the guest post and other places where you can find podcasts and be notified of people that actually need contributions. 
Make sure also to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. If you are loving the episodes, if you are really getting a lot out of this show, I would love for you to leave a positive review on iTunes. This will help us reach more amazing entrepreneurs just like you who are committed to creating incredible change and transformation in the world. Also, don't forget, come back next week where you'll get another quick bite training episode on how to build your business from the inside out. In next week's episode, I'm going to be talking about the three common mistakes that I see online businesses make. You're not going to want to miss this one because there is a high likelihood and a high chance that you could be making one of these mistakes. I will see you guys in the next episode. Let's keep this conversation going. Join us in the private discussion group, Meant for Millions, where ambitious, driven online entrepreneurs go to get the mindset and strategy to grow and scale their online empires. Join Meant for Millions at jenscalia.com slash tribe.